Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Jordan Peterson case on the Ontario Court of... Oh, no, District Court. Three judges sided with the College of Psychologists of Ontario and ruled Peterson must attend social media training or lose his license to practice psychology in the province, which he hasn't done for years. Ari Goldkind joins us. Criminal lawyer, media commentator. Ari, my head's spinning. I I can't believe three judges uh, determined the way they did. What's your take? Well, I can believe it. I knew as soon as I saw the panel, Roy, I knew that it was over for Mr. Peterson, first of all. It's the Ontario Divisional Court who ruled unanimously. The judge who wrote the decision was the former treasurer of the U- of the Law Society of Ontario, changed the name from the Law Society of Upper Canada, was instrumental in equity and diversion programs, was fundamentally uh, a key voice in the move of the Law Society to what's called the Statement of Principles, where all lawyers have to espouse principles on the very far left of the left wing. And the decision was one that I think was basically a decision that was going to be arrived at no matter what, and then worked backwards to sort of come up with a judicial framework for it. And here's why it happened, and let me just tie into your intro, Roy. It wasn't for the divisional court to say what its own opinion would be. The premise here of the divisional court, if this makes sense, is to say, look, did the college act reasonably? Did the college act proportionally to say, even though we have this thing in Canada called a charter, this thing that seems to come into play depending on, you know, who, who's invoking it on a day. I mean, Roy, you and I talk a lot about crime. Every time there's a crime or a charter challenge or a cop turned off their body cam or somebody got roughed up at a police station, the charter seems to apply. But what the court said here, and this is why I think the decision is so problematic, is it gives no judicial analysis to, wait a minute, does the college have the right to say Jordan Peterson in his off-duty, on Twitter, on Joe Rogan, from his toilet, can't say what he wants, even if, Roy, this is the key, the decision makes clear that even if Jordan Peterson is saying things that are valid or true, it doesn't matter if it offends one side of the political spectrum. It's degrading, hurtful, demeaning speech, and therefore it reduces people's trust in clinical psychology. A more bizarre argument I cannot think of, because the one thing that you know about Jordan Peterson, Roy, is that all he's done is increase people's interest in clinical psychology by a factor of probably millions. I could go on, but I'll pause there. It's a really, really troubling decision. And for your listeners who haven't read it, read it. I've posted it, and go look at the seven comments that the court picks out that they go after him for, and one of them that he has to be re-educated for, North Korea or Russia style, is because he says an extremely heavy woman on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue will not be beautiful and isn't beautiful no matter how much authoritarian dictation there is to think that she is. Maybe you don't like that comment. Maybe you think it's full of chutzpah. But the idea that that deserves re-education, my oh my, what country am I living in? Well, there's there's another one where an individual 
uh, was worried about overpopulation of the planet. This individual had uh, concerns about overpopulation, and Jordan Peterson wrote, tweeted back, you're free to leave at any point. Well, that's exactly, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, world, but that's exactly the kind of thing I would send back. Well, and again, you're lucky to not be a regulated professor. I mean, look, look, Roy, let's make this really honest to your listeners, okay, across Canada. While Mr. Peterson is licensed, he doesn't practice, he doesn't have clients, there were 13 complaints over eight years, all from people who didn't like his tweeting, that's what he's being re-educated for. While you and I speak, Roy, and you may have seen this yesterday, your colleague Joe Warmington wrote a great piece about it. That teacher in Milton with the triple, quadruple, quintuple, D synthetic, prosthetic breasts, that person is now welcome to go back and teach starting next week. Well, that's a licensed professor. So the point of what I'm saying is, on his off time, not in practice, not with clients, not with patients, he's tweeting things, whether you like them or not, that's in the eye of the beholder. That's the idea of living in this country versus Yemen or Saudi Arabia. But another licensed professional wearing quintuple D prosthetic breasts on the taxpayer dime in front of children, that is we're all bending over backwards to accommodate. This is why this is such a Kafkaesque Orwellian thing. And again, I invite people to go to the decision and look at how short shrift this divisional court unanimously said the charter was. I can assure you, Roy, if, the, if Jordan Peterson's views were left-wing, were different about Elliot or Ellen Page, were pro-left, were pro-this, we would not be having this conversation. It's all because his views are not left-wing, and that, why, that is why he needs to be re-educated. It is extremely concerning, Roy, and I'll end my answer here, because while Jordan Peterson can afford the fight, he's worth millions and millions of dollars. You are being listened to, Roy, right now by lawyers, doctors, dentists, massage therapists, psychologists, you name it, none of whom feel free to speak in Canada because they cannot risk being censured and losing their ability to feed their That is really scary. And you're right. That is really... And you know, Ari, I was thinking about this. So they said this decision is brought down. Surely the judges in that divisional court, all three of them knew, that there would be tremendous public pushback the people would say, hold on, this is wrong. This just isn't right. There would be professional pushback, such as you're delivering. Didn't matter. But, Roy, they don't care. because That's what I said. They didn't matter. No, you have to understand the judiciary. You have to understand how popular and how many dinner parties you get invited to when you're the equity, diversion, inclusion, this, that, or the other uh, minder. You get invited to nothing if you're a person who talks about crime, immigration, you know, all of these other things. So while you express that to your listeners and you have a very valid point, people don't understand this business. And this business rewards only one side of the political equation. And try being a criminal defense lawyer, trying a case of a he said, she said, me too, sex assault. You're dead before you basically get in there. This is the world we're in. Most people don't know it. But as I said, Roy, Jordan Peterson is worth a ton. You know who was the biggest winner? The day Jordan Peterson's case went not Jordan Peterson's favor, the biggest winner was Jordan Peterson. The biggest loser was every other licensed professional who cannot afford to not be able to pay their mortgage or put food on the table. Yeah. Message sent. Message delivered. Message understood by people who now are holding back on what they 
really have the charter right, guaranteed under the charter, Section 2D, they are guaranteed under the charter, freedom of expression. The Supreme Court did issue an exception for hate speech. Then you have to ask yourself if what Mr. Peterson posted is, is hate speech. And remember, Roy, the court made it clear. Even if what he said was a valid and honest opinion, or more interestingly, correct and true, it did not matter. Let that sink in, Roy. So let me ask you this. Shortly after Justin Trudeau became prime minister, I think it was just months, I posted to Twitter, this prime minister is a twit. And somebody wrote back to me saying, we're going to report you to the Human Rights Commission. And I said, and I wrote, a, wrote back basically saying, go for it and do it today. Um, I, I guess I probably was, was outside the bounds of what I'm, ex- by the, this court's uh, measure, I was out of bounds, right? Would you think, would you think? No, I would not think that. But, you know, let's tie this back to Mr. Peterson, who's our subject. One of the things that you're aware, Roy, and your listeners may not be aware of, Remember I said the seven things he was called on the carpet for yeah, read the decision. Yeah. One of them is calling Justin Trudeau's former chief of staff and a very, very bright, very feisty guy named Gerald Butts, very able to defend himself and give as good as he gets. Jordan Peterson called him a prick. P-R-I-K. You got it, sir. And he now has to be re-educated on to that. Now, one of Jordan Peterson's mistakes was he admitted to the tribunal that he should moderate his own language. I thought that was a thing that really came back to hurt him. But if you're now being re-educated at the threat of losing your license because you call a public figure like Gerald Butts, who calls everybody he doesn't like a bunch of names himself, I'm sorry, hiding this because you're part of a profession or a licensed person? I mean, again, Roy, the better question is, what country are we living in okay, let me, where we are treating adults like children? Sorry, well, let me just uh, read a text here from Kevin in Alberta. Donald Trump, this is not going to get mad at me, folks. I'm just reading a text that came in. Donald Trump is certainly the most irritating, stupid person on the face of the earth. That said, Jordan Peterson is easily the most irritating, intelligent person on the planet. That's from Kevin in Alberta. Ari, I'm just looking at a, a, an ex- sort of an editorial op-ed written by uh, John Carpe, president of the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms. He was on the air with me yesterday. He writes... Uh, the Jordan Peterson situation is no different for Nurse and Amy Ham, currently being prosecuted by the British Columbia College of Nurses and midwives for stating publicly that there are only two sexes and that women deserve their own safe space, washrooms, change rooms, female-only sporting events, female prisons, etc., where biological males may not enter. I yesterday spoke for half an hour with April Hutchinson, um, Canadian Team Canada uh, gold medal winning uh, women's weightlifter who has a great issue, great concern, with a biological male who identifies as a woman participating in and winning women's uh, weightlifting events. This is kind of a, this is like a package deal. So that said, say what you wish about that, but tell me please, where are we headed as a society if our freedom of expression is so fragile? I will. Let me start by saying John Carpe is the guest on my show this coming week. So he and I had a discussion about this very piece, and he's somebody doing very, very important. Tell me about your show, really. What's your show? 
the Ari Goldkind Show on Sirius XM Canada Talks, Channel okay. 167, where I'm a little bit more me versus other parts of my media life. But he is the guest, and we talk about Jordan Peterson and my views of it this week. So he's somebody I have great respect for. And as you know, Roy, he gets a lot of heat for taking positions. Now, I want to talk about your listeners' text for a minute. I always respect people who listen to people's shows. He used a very important word there called irritating. Okay? Yep. And again, somebody else at the forefront of this, you know, female male thing is Riley Gaines. I've spent a lot of time talking to her. Your listeners should look up. She's an extremely brave, impressive young woman who pushed back on the swimmer, Leah Thomas, who won by about 16,000 Olympic-sized pool lengths. Compare that to the weightlifting story. But to your listeners' text, how does society advance unless there are irritating people to move it forward, to challenge the orthodoxy, to challenge the zeitgeist, to challenge the Biden, to challenge the Kareem Jean-Pierre, or to challenge the Trump? How do you move forward as a society unless there are people to say, hold on a minute, I don't want to be popular, I don't want to be loved, maybe feared or respected, but I want to be thought-provoking. And here's why I make the point going back to Jordan Peterson, Roy. And maybe this is a digression, but I think you'll appreciate this. Why is Jordan Peterson massively famous with millions of followers, millions of book dollars sold, and YouTube views out the millions? Well, Jordan Peterson wasn't a name that anybody had heard of seven years ago where he was a professor on the U of T campus, okay? Mm -hmm. Nobody knew who he was. What did he do? that got him this fame? Did he do something crazy? Did he solve cancer? Did he solve the Rubik's Cube in 13 seconds? No. He said, you can't tell me what pronoun to call you. You can live your best life. You can do whatever you want, but I'm not going to be compelled to speak how you want me to speak. Is that a crazy viewpoint? Is that something that is anything even irritating? I would think 97% of Canadians who can speak without fear would say, that's a perfectly valid viewpoint. I mean, Matt Walsh, the great commentator, said, if I have to call you something that doesn't sit right with me, you have to call me handsome and brilliant. This world, because you asked me where we're going, Roy, I am, full disclosure to your listeners, I am a pessimist about where we're going. When you look at demographics, when you look at crime, when you look at immigration in this country, where you look at who really has the power, and it's all the groups who say they don't. All the groups that say they're marginalized, 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 they're the ones in control of everything from the judiciary to the government to speech to the colleges that are the premise of our discussion here. Again, I didn't say anything about the judge in Peterson that isn't on his own biography when he was appointed to the bench or made treasurer of the law society. They're his words. You literally could Google him, and they're his words. Fine judge, thoughtful man, decent man. I'm sure doing what he thought was right, but it's right there. I am a pessimist, Roy, because the people, I think, who are killing this country and putting it into the ground are the very people also demanding and commanding that you cannot complain about how and why this country is being put into the ground. Because if you complain about it, you're going to be censored, censured, okay. or worse, called a bunch of names that make everybody shut up 
because they don't want to be called those names. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 